0: Unreal. Uncensored, unradio. Clippercentral.com.
1: Eight minutes past twelve afternoon, everybody. It's Wednesday and you're tuned into Woman. Ka. And it's me, Pumi Mashiko, on your airwaves. Call me on 0861 and somebody took away the thing. Zero eight six one five 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 nine eight one. You can call us directly into the studio. We're CliffCentral.com, we're uncensored, we're uncensored, unscripted and always for real. Today, we're talking, because it's the end of uh, Nelson Mandela month, and we're talking about people who do more than 67 minutes of a little bit of doing good. And it's it's a, a final, final wrap up. So getting ready for the show today, I did a little bit of a Google search and I went women empowerment organizations in South Africa and within less than a second I got 11 million hits and that was a bit like shocking for me and I thought what 11 million organizations looking after the empowerment of women and still and still and still and still we have so many people starting up new new organizations we have so many people constantly looking for where they can go to to get help to get access to information, and so I thought, you know what, I'm going to talk to two young people who are at the very, very, very beginning of this journey, and then we're also going to talk to a person far, far away in Melbourne, Australia, she's waiting for our call, she's on her couch in the middle of the evening, waiting for our call, and she's going to talk to us about starting up uh, her organization, but first, let's say hi
0: to the girls, introduce yourselves. Okay, I am Kuku Shabalala, better known as the House Goddess by my peers. And I am originally from Foslores, raised and, and born in Phosphorus. Hi, everybody. My name is Tanya Kampanza.
2: I'm a 3rd year law student at the Northwest University. I hail all the way from Foslores And yeah, I'm pretty awesome.
1: <laughs> pretty awesome. Plasmane, <laughs> <laughs> what do they call it? Bayazizwa, yeah. <laughs> sitting <laughs> here across from me. So tell me about your organization. OK,
2: well, um, firstly, I'm the, the co-founder, and it's still launching. We're hoping to launch sometime in November. What it aims at doing is empowering young ladies because we believe that we should start from a very young age and motivate, inspire, and because, you know, we believe that we are the, the future of South Africa and we should be groomed from a very young age. So that's just some of the things that we're about. Google
1: will elaborate further.
0: Yeah, um, the vision behind it is basically to empower women. What
1: does that mean? Okay, so I did that search, remember? and I got 11 million hits, and I was like... The first thing that came to my mind was, what does
0: this mean? So, what does it mean for you Why? when you're starting out an organization like okay. this? Okay. When you start an organization like this, obviously you have to look at all the challenges. You have to look at what you have, what you might get into, and anything else that might come from from angles. And then, yeah, empowerment for us is basically helping people, not people, basically women, understand. The importance of independence. That's what we are focused on. That's what our organization is focused on. Because come to think of it, no one really cares about girls these days. If they're not posting naked pictures, then nobody cares. Really? Yeah. And and what what does that mean to you, to be independent? To be independent to me means um, to be able to buy yourself anything whenever you want without having to ask it from anyone, without having to do something you don't want to do to get it.
2: Mm Okay. And for you, you know, just to add on what Cook is saying, you know, um I feel as if I really believe that we are living in a man's world uh, in a sense how old are you i'm twenty i'm twenty one i'm twenty twenty two in december okay, so why do you think you live in a you man's know, world as young as I am, I've been in situations where i've been uh prejudiced me for lack of a better word um for being a lady, you know in what way last year, for example, <laughs> I was running for the law students' council elections at faculty. So everybody, my colleagues were like, you know what, you're a really hard worker and you should run for chairperson and all that. And I was like, nah, I'm not ready for this portfolio personally because I I just did some self-introspection. I was like, I'm not ready. But some of my colleagues, they were like, no, we cannot be led by a female. eh? female cannot be led by a female. But what really got to me about that statement was that this is coming from law students, people who are supposed to be protecting the rights of women and so forth. And I just thought, okay, maybe it's a coincidence. And in this year, the very same thing happened to me in a different scenario, circumstance, and all that. So it really shows to me. It really shows me that, you know what? There are really people who have this perception that women are are less than men, you know, and so forth. So it really got me thinking that, you know what? We women, if you're not gonna stand up for yourself, if you're not gonna stand your ground and say, I know who I am and I know what I stand for, then you're gonna easily be swayed by the wind and so forth.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, those are just some of the things that I've encountered in my short 21 years on this world.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. And what is it that you hope to achieve with the organization?
0: <laughs> we hope that the next South African female presidents will be black and from our generation. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: You know, for me, I just want to see ladies either going to school or what if she, if they choose not to go to school to be masters of their own craft. You know, from where I come from, Afoslo, a lot of ladies, they've just come to the this is the way life is for me. I'm just going to get them a trick if, I, if I'm lucky and just work at a retail store or just chill at home, you know. There's so much lack of ambition. And when you ask them, they always say, but school is for the elite few. Whereas there are so many um, opportunities to go to school, Ejulo, first and so forth. I mean, where, before I came to Potjastrum Campus, I was at Mafeking Campus. And you met cho- girls from rural areas, from the heart of Zirast in Northwest. And they were so motivated to study. And they were like... I have no money. I sleep on an empty stomach, but you know what? I'm going to get this degree. So I want that same motivation and that same passion to be instilled in some of the ladies back home, eh, eh, FOSLO. And, you know, we've got more opportunities than they do,
1: La You know, so why are we not taking advantage of them? And how long um,
0: has your organization been around? (laughs) It's very new. It's like, it's been, I think, two months now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been two months. And as she mentioned, that a lot of people really want to study. I Am Woman, I Am Rock is going to provide, hopefully we're working on that, going to provide bursary entrances, bursary links, everything where people can really connect through social networks and everything. But you know the thing is, Pumine,
2: I, I don't know, people are a bit reluctant to, to, to um, help out such organizations, you know. I think when it comes to money, people hear money, they're like, ay, 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 <laughs> money, ay, we're not going to help out. And what we're actually looking for is more than just information. What we're actually looking for is Bursaries, um, learnerships, opportunities. So what we're actually asking is for big companies to get on board and actually start helping out, you know? In and what way? In as, any way as they can, you know. If it means uh, t- setting out a certain number of bursaries to ladies in a, in a specific area, then why not help out? Mm. I mean, you know, um, when starting this organization, I sent out probably like 40 emails to celebrities, um, companies, and I was asking for assistance in any manner. Be it financial, be it um, any manner, it doesn't have to be a um, monetary. But out of all those forty emails that I sent out, I probably got like two responses, mm. and it's it's really it's I don't know, I really don't know. Hence, I'm saying that I think people are very reluctant when you mention money.
1: I'm gonna put you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I told you, I warned you about this. Yeah, you oh. did. You did. I warned you about this, <laughs> and and that's why I wanted. That's why I asked you to to join me on the show today. Um, because I see a lot of, of this stuff. I do lots of work with young people and lots of work with women and I see I see a lot of of what you are putting together. So I'm gonna put you on the spot. But before I put you on the spot, I'm gonna take a break. We're gonna we're gonna try and get our guest on the line. We're gonna take a, a short break. We're gonna play a song. I think I love this song. Is this like Lord? Yeah, I do love this song. It's called Royals. He plays the best music yeah,
0: yeah. I've never seen a
1: diamond in the
3: flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings In the movies And I'm not proud of my address In the torn up town No postcode envy But every song's like Gold teeth, grey goose Trippin' in the back Ball gowns, trash in the hotel room, we don't care We're driving Cadillacs in our dreams But everybody's like crystal made back Diamonds on your timepiece Jet planes, islands, tigers on a gold leash We don't care We aren't caught up in your love affair And we'll never be right. Friends in the eye, we've cracked the code. We count our dollars on the train to the party, and everyone who there
1: That's Lord, one of my favorite songs at the moment. It's called Royals. I really, really love that song. But also on the line, I've got Samantha, who's from freedomrunners.org. Samantha, hello. Hello. Hello, Samantha. Thank you so much for giving up a part of your evening on the couch to chat with us. Oh, no, my pleasure. It's so
4: lovely to be able to talk with you.
1: I'm so excited. So, Samantha, I've been reading up about freedomrunners.org, and it's, like, absolutely amazing. 80 kilometers a day, for it, it's crazy. What makes a woman want to do such a thing?
4: Oh, well, I'm, I'm going to admit, the running of that kind of distance for that length of time uh, is quite overwhelming, uh, even though I've done, you know, quite a few long-distance uh, expeditions and races. But to be honest, um, besides the fact that the, Mimi and I who are running together are just so excited to go to South Africa and literally run across the country, uh, uh, I'm particularly motivated by the fact that we're trying to raise funds uh, for an initiative that I think affects so many women in South Africa and in sub Saharan Africa in general, which fundamentally relates to, you know, uh, a woman when she menstruates and and that being a limitation for, you know, young women not being able to go to school. So, you know, we're trying to set up a social enterprise business through um, using the profile of the run to generate those funds. And so I think that's the biggest motivation for me.
1: A lot of the country that you're going to be running through, coming through, so free, the, the Freedom Challenge coming from Peter Marisburg down to Paul goes through some of the the most rural parts of our country, and it's an absolutely beautiful, beautiful, beautiful part of the country. But when I first saw the statistic that 60% of South African girls don't have access to sanitary sanitary products, it's quite overwhelming, and I think it's one of the things that makes you fundamentally woman. And to know that girls miss out on almost a week of school every month because they don't have sanitary wear, it's such an amazing initiative that you ladies are involved in and I think it's an even more amazing concept, this crowd um funding that you're you're putting together. I've got two young girls in the studio with me who've also just started an organization and I want I wanted them to hear from you what the experience of starting up from the ground something like this has been like for you.
4: Oh, definitely. Um so, sorry, the the um line was a bit um Get you there? Did you just say um, you want me to explain? Yeah, start so from the the ground up?
1: starting starting an organisation of this, it, also in a foreign country, what has that experience been oh. like for you?
4: Oh, it's been uh, challenging, definitely. I mean, I firstly don't presume to understand, you know, everything that happens in South Africa. I mean, I've only been to South Africa once,
5: mm-hmm.
4: uh, and I'm also not South African, so I think the premise of whenever you look to do overseas work or to do an initiative that is in a community that's outside of your own experiences, you know, the best that you can do is an immense amount of research into the issues. And, you know, you kind of put that stat up before 60% of women in South Africa don't have access to traditional feminine hygiene products. Now. Whilst, you know, I've got the sources of what that statistic is and where they found it, I think it's actually very challenging to find statistics when it's related to feminine hygiene, to be honest. Mm. Um, It's quite a sensitive topic. Uh, In a lot of the communities, I think it's hard to get this type of data. So for me, setting up this, um, I suppose, initiative with Mimi, we first looked to find who would be an expert or who would be an authority to help us do it. So we kind of put together, you know, I suppose, you know, a a blue stone of what we thought, a blueprint of what we thought um, a social enterprise could look like Mm -hmm. and how it could work. Because fundamentally, we didn't want to just donate, you know, tampons and sanitary pads Mm -hmm. because that has a short life. We wanted something that was sustainable, that was essentially empowering, you know, South African women to empower themselves. And so we connected with Save the Children in South Africa and Australia, and our idea was to leverage off the, the relationships that Save the Children in South Africa already had existing, so we would have the best possible chance of a social enterprise business being successful. And then, what it, so that's kind of, I mean, I, I really shortened that down, but that process took, it took close to a year, to be honest. Really? Um, and it's still constantly evolving. So we have a certain amount of money that we need to raise for the social enterprise, and until it's raised, in many respects, it's still considered a concept as opposed to an actual project. Ah. So, sorry about that. Um, so what that means is, you know, we don't have 100% of the details all sorted yet because it means we haven't identified the women who would be employed in this business. We haven't 100% allocated, you know, the some of the resources that we're going to use, Um, but we've definitely got a lot of things put in place. The next thing is obviously fundraising. Um, I think fundraising is hard and what's been the advantage for Mimi and I is that we have this story of the two of us running across South Africa and we are leveraging that story to be able to attract interest from people all over the world. And well, you, you're also
1: superstars. You're also ultra-marathon superstars.
4: Oh, well, it's very nice of you to say it that way. Um, uh, Mimi and I have done a few. have definitely done a few expeditions. And I mean, Mimi is incredible. Who I'm running with, just to kind of give you a bit of background. Mimi's 52 years of age. Now I'm 29 years of age. So we're two women from, and, we, and Mimi lives in the UK, and I live in Australia. So we come from very different, um, obviously, geographical backgrounds, but our ages are different. Um, So our experiences are also fundamentally different as well. But the, I suppose the common thread between the two of us is that we've been very fortunate with the education that we have been able to have. And I think education is the cornerstone for, you know, men and women being able to make choices about their lives. Um, And so, for me my like overarching goal would be for people worldwide to just be able to have fundamental education. Uh, and so connected to the fact that one of the most natural things that can happen to a woman's body is actually a limitation to something that I think is fundamental, being education, well, that definitely that motivates me to try and make a change in this area. And how do you...
1: I mean, so that is the, the preparation for the organisation, but the... The physical and mental preparation for what you have ahead of you. It's over two thousand kilometers that you're gonna be running. Um mm. so for us all in the studio who know the who know the, the geography of running from Peter Marisburg, which is in Guazulu Natal, all the way down to Pal, which which is in the Cape, very close to Cape Town, is, is quite a hmm even as I look at it on a map, it makes me feel tired.
4: So <laughs> how do you oh, prepare for that yeah in t- in terms of um mental preparation so there's two, yeah you're right there's two components there's mental preparation and physical preparation i mean so physically i don't think you can ever be 100% physically prepared for something of this undertaking particularly if you've never done something for a, you know 32 days long um but i've been building up on my on the physical side for over a year now now i'm trained by you know, Ray Zahard, and he's an incredible Canadian ultra runner. And he's done, he's run across the whole Sahara Desert. So if anyone's qualified to kind of put together a training program for Mimi and myself, it's probably Ray. Um, And so we do lots of, I mean, right now we're doing a block of, for 10 days we're running 20 kilometers. Uh, And that's just kind of getting our bodies used to just, you know, repetitive, I suppose, Stress um, day in day out. Now I work a full time job, and I would say that I spend around lawyer, six hours a day. Are you
1: working Pardon? a full time job as a lawyer? Because I read somewhere that that you you've studied law.
4: Yeah, so I'm a qualified lawyer, but I now work for a communications company called Red Gum Communications. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I I I don't think I could be doing this expedition if I was a lawyer. Uh, <laughs> they don't give you very much time off. <laughs> yeah. I, I studied law to, I, I suppose, in an idealistic way. I wanted to change the world, and then I ended up in a comor- commercial law firm and realised it probably wasn't the right career path for me. So now I'm going to combine my love of, you know, running and um, working within corporates, but working within corporates to change behaviour, mm. uh, and that's what we do at Red Gum. So you know, the, the training, the physical is one thing, but the mental—I think it's more mental. Um, you know, I do a lot of visualisation. I visualise the immense challenges that we'll face um, and how I will possibly get through those. But, you know, I think the terrain is going to be really hard. I mean, you know the tri- probably the trail more than I do, but, you know, it's not even marked. So yeah. Mimi and I will need to be navigating. That can add, you know, several hours to our days every single day. Um, and if we get lost, well... You know, it could be an extra 20 kilometers here and an extra 20 kilometers there. So you have to just be capable of dealing with a lot of change. And if you're adaptable with change, then your chance of success is greater.
1: Jeez. And, and what are the parallels um, between the physical preparation for for running the marathon and, for you, the preparation of getting the organization off the ground?
4: Oh. I'm going to be—I could be naive in this comment, mm-hmm. but I think the preparation for setting up the social enterprise
1: mm-hmm. is
4: far more challenging than the physical challenge could ever be. Really? Um, yeah, it's been—it's been. I mean, I would say, I mean, I mean, it's a really intense period right now. But I would spend at least six hours a day on um, putting together things for the social enterprise. Whether that be fundraising, um, we're trying to raise funds also to create a legacy documentary, and I'm wow. working with an incredible production company in Melbourne called Thousand Faces, and we're wanting to film, you know, this expedition and also the story and what's happening in South Africa, and to try and keep awareness worldwide. I mean, I mean, I don't know about you, but a lot of South African people that I've spoken to didn't even know that this is an issue. Um and so obviously that's a worldwide thing as well and it's not just happening in South Africa I mean it's all across sub-Saharan Africa and in areas of Asia as well It is and I
1: mean I work with women's organisations and and women's issues, my whole show is about women's issues so I'm I'm pretty aware of it and that's why it was so compelling for me to want to have this conversation with you and, and also bring in some young people who are at the beginning of starting up a social enterprise to hear from somebody who's Who's having the experience? Who's putting it together, on the other side of the
4: world? Yeah. Well, well yeah. My, my my tips for that are to feel um, to expect to have a lot of challenges, but to remind yourself always about what those challenges are in contrast to the challenges of what you're trying to do. So I can I can tell you that I've had a lot of challenges connecting with corporates to make them feel comfortable to kind of support our project when what we're fundamentally dealing with is feminine hygiene and let's be honest, for many corporates which are run by you know men, men. Um, feminine <laughs> hygiene isn't a comfortable topic for them to talk about. Sure. so when I when I have that challenge and I get no after no after no, um, I actually harness that no and think what must it be like for a girl who can't even have that conversation? because the topic of, you know, menstruation is not even understood for her because there's not even enough finance within, you know, her family to be able to fund, you know, looking after her during that time frame.
1: Sure.
4: And yeah. so, you know, I think it's good to kind of get perspective on your challenges of just setting up a social enterprise versus the actual um, challenges of what is the situation you're trying to help.
1: Yeah. And <laughs> when do you arrive in South Africa?
4: So we arrive on the 18th of October. Oh, sorry, the 18th of September. Time is time is ticking. Time Uh, is flying past.
5: Oh
4: no, (laughs) I can't believe it. (laughs) I'm so. You know, I'm so excited. I can't wait to get out there. I've been dreaming about it for so long. Um, We, you know, one of our biggest challenges is we have been trying to connect with a few South African companies to kind of partner with our project. It's something that we've been really trying to do because we think it's a way of generating awareness um, you know we've been I, I don't know if you know of anyone who might be helpful for this but we've been looking for two four wheel drive vehicles that we can borrow for the expedition uh-huh. and it's been a, it's been very hard so if you want to put a, a little note out for the listeners if, uh, yeah. anyone has two four-wheel if anyone's drives, listening you and, the, and we'll today, think
1: about it as well yeah. we'll also think about it and, and we'll send it out we'll send it out to on all our oh. social media platforms and we'll Talk about your website just now, but I'll definitely because when you get here, I'd love to get you in here before you get off on the road in Pietermaritzburg as well. It would be wonderful to to have another chat with oh, you I, when you're I, ready I'd to go. I'd love to
4: meet you in person. Mm. Yeah, we'd love to meet you in person, and you know, it's it's very motivating for us to connect with you know South African women who obviously understand that the situation is far greater than we do and feel that what we're doing is you know, a worthwhile initiative. Mm-hmm. Um, you sometimes have the theory of the of its need in your head so much that to be able to have it translated by other people, it definitely fuels the fire for us to kind of push harder. We actually just raised, just half an hour ago, and we finished raising $16,000 Australian dollars oh, wow. uh, in 35 days. And we did that through a crowd fundraising platform called Possible. Yeah, I... um, it's the same as Kickstarter. It's called Possible. P O Z I B L E. Yeah. And it's the same as crowd raising platforms such as Kickstarter. Oh yes. And it's, it's where you pardon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's basically where you you set up um, rewards for people, and they pledge their support financially for those rewards. And basically, then the money that you raise, you kind of use how you choose to. And for us, it's you know we're putting it into the social enterprise. But uh, we've tried to find rewards that don't cost us any money. So we've had some amazing, you know, things donated to us that we're able to then, you know, you're essentially auctioning them off to to raise money for the the things that you need. Even things such as for any um, $30 donation given to us, we do a shout out on our social media pages. Oh, fantastic. So another tip that anyone trying to set up a social enterprise is find ways that you can leverage your networks and your social media, um, because that doesn't necessarily cost you money to be able to do that.
1: And what platforms are you on? So your website is called freedomrunners.org. What are the platforms? Yeah, that,
4: you know, that is the best. Um, we've got, obviously, um, a Facebook page as well, which is Freedom Runners.
1: Mm-hmm. And
4: we've got a Twitter, uh, which is the number two and then the word Freedom Runners. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the, our website, freedomrunners.org, is the best way to get in touch with us. We've got, a you know, a, a contact section. You can donate directly to the social enterprise there. We have a whole lot of articles that we've written. And also, during the expedition itself, our website's going to turn into a map of South Africa, and we're going to have a live tracking device. Oh,
5: wow. That kind of
4: shows us... Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. It's going to show us in a pink dot, Going across the Freedom Trail.
1: Yeah, and what's going to be um, happening on the ground?
4: And, and tell <laughs> and me what's going gonna to be
1: happening on bed. the ground when you're here. What's going to be happening on the ground when you arrive, and when
4: you're on oh. the trail? Oh gosh, um, hopefully running, <laughs> hopefully with movement. But but for us, the idea is to allow people to share in the journey. Um, there's no point us doing this run and disconnecting from the outside world because that, you know, it's not it's not a part of our purpose. So as focused as we are on the run, we need to be focused on, you know, how can we share our messages of our challenges or highlight our motivation for doing what a lot of people think is impossible and kind of generate their intrigue and hopefully their, you know, their dollars to supporting the social enterprise that we really believe in. So we're going to be creating a digital campaign where hopefully um, we'll have videos, you know, 35-second to a minute videos that we're going to embed into the map that we create.
1: Oh, so wow. people
4: can watch it. Yeah, and we've got a um, satellite device out with us uh, and we'll be sending, you know, Twitter Twitter messages, Facebook updates, and they'll be linked to our website as well.
1: And will be will you be connecting with any of the... Of, of the
4: schools around the areas along that trail, we well, would love to. I mean, obviously we've got, you know, we potentially will be running between ten to fifteen hours every day. Uh, so there's not a huge amount of time. We're obviously staying in, um, we're staying in the homes of the people who live a- across the Freedom Trail, just like when they do the, the Freedom uh, Challenge mountain bike ride. The bike ride. Okay. You sleep yeah, the bike ride, you you, you sleep in um, homes or sometimes in other kind of shelters. And I really want to try and connect with the people that are, you know, opening up their homes to us. Um, and so that's, and that's a big part of the experience for me to try and understand what the life is like for the people who are, are on the trail. But, you know, I, re- I would love, you know, being 32 days out in South Africa in some of the most rural areas, it, it allows us to have this incredible cultural immersion. Uh, and, I, you know, I love that opportunity. So that's something I can't wait to do.
1: You're going to have a wonderful time out there, Samantha. It's, it is it's beautiful oh. country. I was out there this past weekend and... And I got lost, and oh. I'm just thinking, I was driving and I got lost for two hours. <laughs> oh, gosh, you... don't tell me that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, if you want to come join us for a section, I am more than happy to put you on a mountain bike next to me. A, a mountain bike I could do.
1: A mountain bike I could do, and I could poss- I think I'm possibly going to take you up on that one.
4: That I oh could definitely we will do. Actually look... We are looking for people to join us um, on mountain bike for sections of the, um, the run.
1: A mountain bike I can do, running.
4: Samantha, you are asking for oh, too we- much. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, we don't expect anyone else to run, but we'd love people on mountain bikes. And you know what we'd also love? I'd, because we have a phone out there with us, a satellite phone, I'd love to connect with you um, and, and the radio show during our run as well to kind of share some of our experiences.
1: I certainly, certainly, I'll, I'm going to after this, I'm also going to get in touch with you ab- about it. But so thank you so much. Thank you so much for having this conversation with us. I've got the girls here and they're <laughs> nodding and I, I thought they were going to write notes. But we're going we're gonna to have a conversation about some of the in- information that you've shared with us as well. Thank you so much for taking the time. I'm going to be in touch with you because I'm definitely going to join only for part of the ride. I don't know if I can do 15 hours. Oh, I love it. Maybe and, I can do two not, hours.
4: <laughs> not Oh, 15. that's perfect. And you know what? Please, please give the girls um, my email address. And if they want to ask me any questions, I'd be happy to kind of give them any more tips. I certainly
1: will. Thank you so much, Samantha.
4: Oh, my pleasure.
1: Have a good evening, dear. <laughs> A Night to Remember. Um, And it's coming in in the studio. But girls, I told you I'd put you on the spot. (laughs) So, what do you think about that? The marathon. About everything you have to do to put your organization together. (laughs) Yeah, Google can go first.
2: Okay. um,
1: (laughs) Okay.
0: Wow. That's all I have to say. Like, I'm really amazed. And I would never have thought that someone would actually want to do that. Mm. And... Okay, for me personally, and for us, knowing her, knowing Tandega, mentally it's not something that's too much because we stay motivated. I mean, come on, you know, it's something we do. It's something we, that's how we connected, that's how we met through our motivation, you know. Mm. So it's something I don't think will be a problem mentally. The only challenge might be physically because obviously she's from Pochistroom. Mm. I. Work and live in Kalinin. I'm also a footballer, a DJ and a producer. Mm. So, you know, physically it might be straining a bit, but we'll fit it in. Mm. We'll do fine. Mm. Yeah. And Tandega?
2: <laughs> well, on my part, as Kuku says, mentally I think we'll be fine. 'Cause the thing about me, I'm I'm just a I'm a big dreamer. I just wanna do everything all at once. You are and who, you. and Google's just that one who just brings me back and is like, Okay, well, let's just chill and stuff like that. But as you say, physically it could be um like getting our organization on on, on the ball rolling rather has been very difficult because I'm a full time student and between my books and and the organization, I'm a part of the BLA, and and I am a woman, I am rock. It's so difficult getting like-minded people who are willing to take the extra mile and work overtime to make sure that we do everything in time. But you know what? I believe in a greater power, and I believe that, you know what, with our ambition and with God and with everything else, you know, everything will be fine. So I'm very inspired by what Samantha is doing. It really shows me that, you know what, there is very much hope, and there are people like Samantha out there. And yeah.
1: And. The story of, I mean, she she talks about how difficult it's been to get support Mm -hmm. for their organization as well. How does that that make you feel about the experience that you've been having, trying to get support?
0: Okay, I, I could say that we feel better knowing that it's something that happens, you know. It's a challenge that we need to go through. Because look at Samantha today. Look at where they are. And look at her age and look at our age. Because we're basically the same age. So we've got... Looking at, okay, comparing the ages, we've got a bit of time and all we need to do, do is just be patient. Mm-hmm. But to speed up the process, I think, I I have personally called some of the schools in Fos and and to use that as reference, we're going to go there next week, maybe for like an hour or two and we're going to ask for only girls from grade 8 and some metric and then we're just going to give them an idea of what we are and who we are and how they can connect with us. And then we can have that as reference on our on our proposal as well. So it's something that with with more energy and, you know, the push, it can it can be quicker. It doesn't have to be quicker, but it can be. And yeah. So we I, I think we really okay, we're up for the challenge.
1: You're up for the
2: challenge. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> definitely.
2: And just to add on, on what Cook is saying, I think from what Samantha's been saying, what I I have inst- what has been instilled in me is that um patience is very important. Patience, passion and there was another P I had patience planning <laughs> perseverance <laughs> you know we should just have those three p's and everything else will come up, uh, come about because i think as i've been saying i'm such a big dream i want everything to happen now and if it doesn't happen now i get so easily discouraged and cuckoo's the one who has to call me on those random days and says hey we're still in this you know so as samantha what wh- as samantha's been saying I'm, I'm 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 a bit more relaxed i'm chilled now and and i'm rest assured at least that you know what with patience we're gonna go somewhere
0: are you empowered? <laughs> oh, definitely. definitely. <laughs> definitely. How definitely. so? Okay, for example, let me just speak for myself. I do a lot of things. I work for, okay, let me just mention the company for Ziba Outsourcing, mm. and then I'm signed under Tonic Note Records as a DJ and a producer. That alone is just too much because, as we all know, the the music industry is, okay, DJing side, and the, the kind of music that I produce, which is house music, is better known for guys you know something that guys do so that should show you that i am empowered you know i i know what independence is i know what i want and i know how to get it and basically i think that's what empowerment is as long as you know what you want because you can't be telling people what to do if you can't do it yourself mm-hmm.
2: for me um, i'm a student activist um, i'm part of an organization called the black lawyers association i in it's national executive committee um i've worked at branch level as a secretary and now that i'm in the national executive i'm the project and events coordinator um i'm 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 that radical person i'm always wanting to stand up for people and speak up for everybody (laughs) and all that stuff i'm the hero basically Uh, so that's just some of the things that i do and i'm also a full-time student which on its own is just oh my gosh it's just too much but Mm -hmm. i'm i'm working towards my dream career and yeah i'm motivated in every mental in every way possible i'm motivated and i'm empowered
1: what motivates you
2: on my part it has to be my parents yo i love my <laughs> mom and my dad oh my gosh yo, yo, like my my parents just inspire me i know it sounds so cliched but my parents inspire me in every way possible you know they're always shouting at me and always pushing me to get the best you know And I just want to make them proud. I just want to see the day when I'm on stage on my graduation day and my mom is doing her tradition, (laughs) my dad is there. Then that's just the one thing that empowers me and motivates me.
0: Okay. I, I, on the other hand, I'm motivated by a lot of things. Firstly, my brothers. Oh, my word. Mm. I love my brothers so much. And then, yeah, my mother also motivates me. Uh, Yesterday, she said something really, really, really that made me think. You know, she said to me, if Nelson Mandela was still alive, I'm sure he would have wanted to meet you. And that to me is like, why would she say something like that? You know, it, it means she's proud of something. She's seeing something. And yeah, another thing that motivates me is that I personally, okay, I'm sorry, this might sound wrong, but I don't believe in talent. Hey? The good thing about livecentral.com is we're uncensored and unscripted. Thank you, you can unradio. say whatever you want. <laughs> we're totally un-radio. Yeah, so yeah, I, 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 I personally don't believe in talent because... Talent, to me, is a limitation as to how far one can go. For example, I never thought I'd be in the music industry. Never. I mean, never, you know. And then last year, this thing just came, you know, and it was there. But because I had the dedication and the motivation and the drive to do that thing, I could, I could go to Metro FM and have my mix played there for the last hour mix. And that was like, you know, wow. It took me like six months to do that. That's because I was persistent, you know. So that's why I'm saying I don't believe in talent. I can do anything. I can even play rugby if I want to. Mm.
2: You know, I think it goes back to what you what you put in your mental mind. You know, mm-hmm. what you say I can do. If you limit yourself, but if you limit yourself, then of course the results will show. You know, like like even so, <laughs> like I also believe that I can do anything. Well, I can't dance though. That's just one thing that I know I can't. I cannot You can <laughs> if you learn. <laughs> yes, that's no. Like guys, no. Some things must just acknowledge. But. <laughs> But I really believe... You know, I even believe that I can be the first South African president. You know, what is stopping me? Why not? I mean, the only things that are prohibiting us are our own mental chains. So if everybody could just put it in... That's what we're trying to instill in ladies. That is yes. what we're trying to tell you guys. Ladies, you can do anything. Anything, anything that you want to do. And anything. it's not cliched or anything. You can do anything that you want to do.
0: Are you afraid of anything? No. We can't be afraid. You can't? If you've got fear, then you don't have God. So. Amen. Mm. That's basically yeah, yeah. that's basically how we think, you know. If God is love, and if you fear where God is, there's no fear. Yeah. Mm. That's happening. Okay. So we don't fear anything.
2: Well, in the weird circumstance that I would fear anything, which <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I would fear not trying at all. Yes. You know, living with that with that regret of oh, what if I had done this, what if I had not done that, and all and all that. I think not trying at all would be my my greatest fear. Mm. So yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And what kind
0: of what ifs live in your head? Hmm. What if other people are doing this? That's the question obviously we both have. But and
1: and so now you know the eleven million other eleven million yeah now one one hundred
0: and ninety nine thousand other people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Those people might not have what we have, you know? Mm-hmm. We don't know. We all have special things. We all have things that make us different from other people. We're all unique. And the, the, the amount of work put into this is what will determine who's successful and who's not. Basically. What makes you different? <laughs> <laughs> well, if I may just add on to... Before
2: we answer this question, um, why do I fear personally? Well, with me, okay, I'm studying law and I love law and all that stuff. But I think I've always, always, always wanted to be in the media industry. That has just always been my first passion. I've always wanted to be um, a DJ. Um in case Cliff Central is hiring, <laughs> um, I've, I've always be, I've always been a singer. Like you know, I've just always wanted. To, uh, that's just my crazy side. But the safe side of me always wants to wants to just be the lawyer and so forth. You know. So I think if I never live up to that side, I I am gonna be in the media industry some someday just to um rest show that I did I did live my life to the fullest. But that is just my one fear that if I don't do that, oh my gosh, I would feel like I've just disappointed myself. You know. Yeah. Okay. Mm.
0: Okay. What makes us different? What okay. makes you special? What it, what makes us special? Okay. Firstly, because I'm Kuku Shabala, I am special. Yeah, that's the first thing. And she's Tande Gampanza, and she is also special. You know,
1: I know another Kuku Shabala.
0: <laughs> no, so really? I, when I saw, I, yeah, yeah. So just that, I'm sorry, it doesn't make you special. <laughs> but there's another one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I understand. But the other one, does she play football? Maybe. 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 Is she, awesome? maybe, is she a DJ? <laughs> i don't know is she a producer yes definitely for for which genre of, she's of not music? a music like a producer but she's a producer
1: oh she's, she's a, a, producer. a film producer oh
0: okay okay that's cool mm-hmm. what else does she do but what makes you <laughs> special okay what makes us special is um we know we can you know it's just that attitude and we've got okay what okay the, the main thing that makes us special is that we're not looking for funding yet as i told you mm-hmm. that we we're going to go to schools that is going to be our financing from what we get from our parents, from what we get from work, from what we get from our pistol job, hustling we do. So we, we 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 willing to spend some of the money we have, and I don't think a lot of people are willing to do that. You know, I wouldn't know because I haven't I haven't to be honest, I haven't read about any other empowerments. I didn't go that step, and I can see that that's one of our mistakes. It's because we don't know what's behind it, we just went in there with because we just motivated, we just wanted to start. Mm. So yeah, what makes us special is that we're willing to spend our own money first before we can actually get something out of it so we can have more. Mm. Yeah. Um, to so on th- Tandega, one last thought before we say goodbye. <laughs> what
1: is it that is going to make your organization succeed?
2: Um, you know, the basis of our organization is we believe in making a small difference at a time. You know, they all started hanging, you know. So if it means just empowering ulunga or next door or somebody, that's how it starts. Because ulunga, in turn, she touches someone else's life. Mm-hmm. And what what usipo does then and touches someone else's life. And then it becomes like a, a thingy. I forgot that word, but it just... <laughs>
1: Chain reaction. Yes, like a chain
2: reaction. <laughs> so that is the basis. We just want to, we sort of gangane and so forth, and it just goes on bigger and bigger and bigger. So, you know, I'm very happy that you said that you actually found 11 million hits um, regarding women 11 um women empowerment. Because it's not a competition. It's not about who has the best organization. It's about how many lives actually change and impact. Yes. So if we can actually do that, yeah, then we're good and we're happy. So
0: So how do people get in touch with you? Okay, um, on Facebook, I am Kuku Shabalala. And then I've got a Facebook page, which is house underscore goddess. And then on Twitter, I am at house underscore goddess. And then on on Instagram, I'm house at house underscore goddess with three S's, not two S's. <laughs> yeah, with the extra S. Yeah. <laughs> and then my email address is diegooks at gmail.com. That is D-I-E-G-U-G-Z at gmail.com.
2: And we have a Twitter account.
0: Oh, yeah. We've amazing. got... Sorry about that. And we've got a Twitter account for I am woman, I am rock, which is at I am woman, I am rock, which is one word. No underscores, no hyphens, nothing. Just I am woman, I am rock. And then, yeah, you can also join the movement by sharing some of your views and then adding the hashtag I am woman, I am rock at the end. And then we'll try to connect with you and find out what you think, where we should go, what we should do, you know, where to start. We're really open to any discussion, any words any motivation we not we don't choose even if you're a guy you can please motivate us it's fine yeah mm-hmm.
2: well i'm on twitter but i'm not really on twitter i don't understand what's happening on
1: twitter oh my gosh <laughs> this is so complicated which is silly for a 22 year old
2: <laughs> but i'm definitely on facebook i'm very active on facebook i'm tanya Panza. there's a lot of us i'm wearing the orange shirt <laughs> so yeah you'll find me on facebook
1: <laughs> thank you for coming through thank and so i hope pleasure. that you you. You got some information, you learned something and definitely hoping that we'll see more of you and we'll see I Am Woman, I Am Work growing to be much, much bigger than what it is. Thank you for coming through and sharing with me. It's one minute to one, one minute to one, Wednesday, and uh, this is Womanda and Pumimaseho signing out. See us again next week. It's going to be Women's Month, so next week it's OWN.